0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Wiffle. Mariska and I, as always, are very excited to be here today. Oh yes, we are,
1: and we are looking at traveling today and we're yes, waiting. kiting. Oh, <laughs> something that is a little bit scary and very exciting, all at the
0: same time. One hundred percent. Today we are going to be talking about the challenges of relocating. We're going to be looking at three specific challenges that we feel most people kind of come up against when they move to a new country. Mm -hmm. And both Mariska and I have moved a lot. Yes, so we do know a little
1: bit of a something about something about how this feels. (laughs) You are not
0: alone. (laughs) How many times have you moved? Like in the last five years, how many times have you moved?
1: Oh, in the last five years, maybe not so much. In the last seven, a little bit more. So the first big move for me was from South Africa to New Zealand. That's a big move. That's a huge move. Right. And then you would think that, well, you're in one country. Everything should be the same. Uh No, 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 no. So, New Zealand, for those of you that don't know, consists of two main islands. There's smaller ones on the side, but we don't really count them too much. Mm -hmm. So, the two main islands are the North Island and the South Island. And moving between them is almost like relocating again. Wow. So, I moved from South Africa to the bottom of the South Island. Then we moved to the North Island, so it's like relocating again, right? And then, more recently, we moved back to the top of the South Island. So I technically relocated three times in seven years. That was yeah,
0: way too much. That's, That's a good bit. In the last ten years, mm-hmm. I have been in Barbados, Trinidad. Canada, London, England, Berlin, Jamaica, Mm -hmm. six, wow, yeah, yes, yeah, and oh, and Bristol in England. So (laughs) call it seven. (laughs) I was basically moving like every every year and a half every. Yeah. I want to say that's a lot of moving. (laughs) It's a lot. It really is. So trust me, I I feel as though whenever my friends have relocated, they always message me and they're like, you're the vet, like you are the pro at this. Like, give us, give us the tips because you have done this so many times. And I always kind of managed to make it happen and to make it work. But we'll be sharing our wisdom today. And up first, we feel as though maybe one of the most important and biggest challenges is just not having a local community or like a Mm -hmm. social local group.
1: Yes. And I think especially when you're moving to a brand spanking new country, and I'm not saying that this is not so even if you are moving within one country, right? Mm. Because I mean, distance is a a big factor. But when we are moving to a brand spanking new country, there is literally a very, very low chance that wherever you're landing, you're going to know people.
0: Yeah, definitely. And that's a very challenging thing, because I feel like kind of belonging to a social group or to kind of have a certain kind of social standing, it is one of our like primary needs. So being isolated or just not having kind of your own people as yet, it can be really scary. It can be very lonely and it can be very tricky. We're gonna have a tip with regards to this challenge later on, but right now we're just discussing the challenges. and um you know if you are going through this our compassion is definitely there with you because it's it's not easy to be in a brand spanking new place and just not having your people
1: yes it
0: is definitely i think and this is this is so
1: interesting because it's really it comes back to how we function as an individual I remember for myself coming to New Zealand initially, um, I was quite happy having my husband and me and trying to sort of figure things out because as an individual, I think both of us are more towards the introverted side of the spectrum. So... We don't necessarily need a lot of human interactions. I'm quite happy with having little bits of human interactions. Right. Hmm. So that makes a big difference. Whereas one of my other friends, when she came, it was a bit of a different story because she's a bit of a social butterfly. Now, It has its pros and its cons. Because I'm more introverted, it also means that I didn't get out as much. Yeah. Because I don't don't feel I need to get out as much. Whereas with her, because she is a bit more of a social butterfly, she got out a lot,
0: Mm. which also
1: means that it was easy for me to meet new people because, well, she went out and,
0: got a hold of people that she, <laughs> she made. was doing it for you yeah, yeah she was she doing made it. me and
1: then she dragged me with to all the rest. so yeah it has its advantages <laughs> what have you found
0: well I for me personally I would say that I'm definitely kind of a mix I think that I'm smack bang in the middle mm-hmm. I feel as though I recognize that I do love having close friends in the area and I like the spontaneity of meeting someone for coffee or going over to their house and having a glass of wine. And I do really enjoy that. Having said that though, my solitary time, whether it's me going for a walk or like working out or just being at home, that is very sacred to me. And I treasure that. I enjoy my own company, but I think, um, being in a new place it is still important to just have one or two people that you can kind of count on in a in a dire time of need or just for your company and everywhere is so different with how they kind of socially interact and socially hang out which kind of brings us to the next challenge of relocating which is the cultural differences in the society
1: Yes, that is always <laughs> an interesting one. And I don't care where it is that you're traveling, right? If that is not your country of birth, it will have something different. 100%. So seeing as you have been to so many different countries, what have you found?
0: Oh, Wow. That is a very good question. And I'm sorry for the noise in the background. Uh, There's a lot of bikes here in Jamaica. Um, (laughs) I feel as though, okay, so socially, when it comes to hanging out, every country I've lived in has a very unique way of, you know, being social and what they like to do and how they kind of present. So I find Trinidad, it's a very warm, country. It's a very warm place. The people are very friendly. They're very social. They love partying. They absolutely love having, you know, big events and fets. And that is so deeply ingrained into the culture, as is the music, like um, soca music, which is warm, bubbly, friendly, outgoing. And that's just the overall energy of the place. And it's a very spontaneous place. And Barbados, I would say, is definitely a bit more reserved, a little bit more pared down, still very friendly, but just maybe not as high energy, high vibe, high, you know, intensity. It's just a much more laid back, go with the flow, restful, you know, restorative kind of energy and space that's my personal impression of it and then London you know that's such an interesting place you have such a huge mix of different cultures you have such a huge mix of different people I will say though London can definitely be a bit more reserved England can be a bit more reserved the people Mm -hmm. having said that once you do get to know them once you do really connect I would say they are some of my longest friendships Cool. So even though, yeah, even though it may take a while, I feel as though it's so long standing, mm-hmm. And that's something that I really, really mm-hmm. admire and appreciate. And England is such an interesting place because there's so many different areas where there's kind of different micro cultures. So, you know, I went to boarding school in Buckingham and I went to a boarding school called Stowe and... It was um, a very kind of stiff upper lip environment, and you're expected to be well rounded, and you know there was that kind of atmosphere. Whereas, had I gone to a different school in a different place, the atmosphere could be totally, totally different, and I would have had a different experience. What about you? What have been some of your like biggest cultural differences that you've came across?
1: I think something that i really appreciate about the south african culture and i've come to appreciate it even more now that i'm not in it as much is the sense of humor Mm, It, it is so interesting how different people have and different places have a different sense of humor and in South Africa, whether it is something that's really great that happens or something not so great that happens, we can make it funny. <laughs> we have the ability to make it funny. Some people might think it's a bit insensitive sometimes, and that is something that I have found, especially within my environment, because the, the way that we see humor is so different. I need to be a little bit careful as to how I present my humor from time to time so it doesn't feel insensitive, right? Because in South Africa, everybody would be cracking up, laughing, and in a different area, not so much. So being careful (laughs) how I approach it, I've learned a few lessons along the way, right? So that's really good. And interestingly enough, I actually had this one piece of research the other day, just, yeah, me, I know, me and research. So what they did is they had a look at the language we speak and the influence it has on our time management skills. And right. they looked at the difference between Spanish people and the Spanish language mm-hmm. and I think the other one was Swedish people and the Swedish language. Okay. So what they did is the participants could speak both languages. And then they were told to set up appointments in the different languages. And when they set up appointments in the Swedish language, more participants was actually on time for the appointment. Whereas when they did it in the Spanish language, they were not. That's very it interesting. was more of a suggestion. So it is interesting how our language, our culture, all of those things influence the way that we interact with each other. And even if we are bilingual, because I'm bilingual, I can speak to only two languages. I wish I could speak more. Me too. Um, part of that if I speak in one I will act in all likelihood a little bit different than the other because of how my brain actually processes the language and what's part of the language itself right which is ingrained into how we behave and how we act so I found that so fascinating and i thought i'd um, hear it
0: <laughs> i love that thank you for sharing that is fascinating that's very very interesting mm, right it goes to show, yeah it goes to show the influence it can have on us
1: yeah so when we are relocating it is not only the culture it is everything and that includes the language i know in new zealand they believe they speak english Mm. Now, if you are from any other English-speaking country, be warned. (laughs) It's not the same English. I'm just putting it out there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so our last one is physical normalities. Mm. That can be a big challenge.
1: So I don't know about you,
0: but Mm.
1: when you have gone... To Europe, right? And you had to—I don't know—just drive around, yeah. Buy stuff. <laughs> just love, right?
0: Set up a bank. There's so many things to figure out first. So many. Setting up a bank, making sure that you have an address in this place, making sure that you, uh, you know, I don't know, get all of your rent and agreement and lease and down payment and oh my god like the stress
1: yes and i i have i think the biggest shock (laughs) which is and it's so weird because you don't think about it right you go to the shop wherever you're living at the moment And you know exactly what to look for, the brands that you normally buy, the things that you normally interact with, right? Even if you have maybe changed the way that you eat, you figure it out. But most of the stuff stays the same. You know what coffee you buy. You know what tea you drink. You know what soft drink you buy. It's It's easy. Now you get to another place. And yes, Coca-Cola is still Coca-Cola. So soft drink wise, you should be fine. But everything else, not so much, right? Even flour. I wanted to bake a cake, right? The first year when we when we got to New Zealand, I wanted to bake a cake, and the flour. I needed to figure out what flour to use for baking a cake. I mean, it's a cake. Sikes, really, for cake sakes.
0: really? And they have
1: different flowers for different things. Yeah. it took me a good week to figure out (laughs) and a whole bunch of people that I had to ask so that goes back to that local community right we need that so we
0: can figure out some of these physical things (laughs) absolutely absolutely so now that we've kind of gone through our overview of all of the major challenges, Mm -hmm. what would you say is your biggest tip that you would share with someone that's kind of currently in this process of relocating and they're up against all of these things?
1: Well, our physical things, of course, is the thing that we most probably think about first, because that... Satisfy that very bottom piece of our being comfortable and safe and taken care of and we are okay. We will survive this. I think a piece of that that we don't necessarily think of but it builds on the other ones Mm. is finding a spot for us that can be our spot. So whether it is becoming a local at a coffee shop, right? So that for the first three months is the only coffee shop that you will go and visit and buy coffee at. Preferably first find one that you really like and then go to that one, (laughs) right? Shop around, yeah. Exactly. Otherwise, it's no use going to a coffee shop. You really hate their coffee. Um, But that would be my very first thing that I would suggest is find a place where you can become a local and it can be a coffee shop it can be a park in which you like to walk or run or exercise or a a spot that you like to go and people watch if that's your thing whatever it is that you really enjoy doing yeah go and do it in sort of the same area for a consistent period of time so that you feel like that's yours.
0: I, I think that's such a fantastic tip. And it's something that I had been doing over the last maybe month and I wasn't even aware of it, but I was going to Ooh. these two areas in Kingston to just walk. And over time, I realized I really felt just like, okay, like I'm getting... I just feel a bit more settled because it Mm -hmm. felt like I had this familiar space I was getting used to and I could go to and I could enjoy. So I really feel like that's such a fantastic tip. Yeah.
1: So what would be your tip for people relocating?
0: Mine would definitely be uh, for the social people out there to find a group or a community of really like minded people with similar interests and allow that to be your springboard. Even if maybe you're more on the introverted side, I also think just maybe joining a group collective that has an interest of yours is going to be a really easy way to meet people with kind of a low effort. You know what I mean? It's 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 a low effort, easy Guaranteed way to meet people that may have or do have similar interests to you. So, if you're into boxing or you know, martial arts, see if you can join a group that does that, or see if you can go to a studio that does that. If you're a yoga person, try that horse riding try that or if you're artsy art classes pottery classes a book club like there's bound to be some sort of group that can connect with interests that you have
1: yeah and that is a wonderful way to actually integrate into yeah. local community and one thing that I did on that sort of spice, is mm. I went to volunteer.
0: Ah, uh, that's a great one. Yeah. So
1: I thought, you know what? There wasn't any groups that sort of stood out for me, but yeah. I wanted to integrate into the community and meet new people. So yeah. I did not volunteer at the SPCA because all the animals would have gone back home with me. But to do that, <laughs> <laughs> I went to volunteer at... Uh, one of the other places that helped families that was a need um, and did little food food parcels for them and one of my jobs was to set up the food parcel so i could make it a fun activity and meet I love that. In the process so that is another option for you to integrate into your community
0: and get to know i them. love that that's a really really good one too that's a really great one i used to volunteer in barbados and that was really really enjoyable haven't done it here as yet Mm -hmm. but maybe that's something i should really look into
1: there you go well now you have a couple of tips of how to make your new place your own place
0: exactly i love that So we really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. And as always, send in your suggestions, give us your feedback. We are more than open to hear what you have to say. And we look forward to hearing from you. And we can't wait to speak with you guys next week. Until next week. Bye.
1: Bye.